Man, this is a real podcast. You know why? Because it's the Loft Party Podcast. I'm just saying. The views and opinions expressed by the Loft Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Good Times of Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. It's not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land. The Good Times with Good People Company proudly presents the Loft Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube, iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke. Share us with your friends and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. Hey out there in podcast land, uh, I'm your host, Rio, and welcome to the Law Party Podcast, episode 86. When I grow up, I want to fly. Superheroes, secret agents, and fairy tales, they play a huge role on us as kids, but how do they shape us? How do they shape who we become in the future? Why do these stories stick with us so much? But before we get started, let me introduce today's panel. Uh, I have one of my returning champions, uh, Dave Elliott, Big Dave as we like to call him. He is the owner of CNP Construction. And I have Adrian Lewis. He is the uh, founder of Path to Vision, an organization empowering our youth. Uh, And I have, you know her as the anonymous female, but today she says, we can tell you who she is. I have Jacqueline McDaniel. She is in the financial sector. And- I don't go by Jacqueline. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. She wants to be less formal. She's Jackie. Jackie McDaniel, a.k.a. Sister, the mystery woman. A.k.a. Sister Jack, for uh, any of those out there listening. Hello, Reese. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, with, with that uh, said, uh, let's, uh, let's get on to important things before we get into important things. And of course, first thing is, so what are we drinking? Today, uh, we're drinking a Pendergast. Um, I was actually doing a Pendergast in honor of uh, my normal returning champion, Chris O'Connor, but he's not here today. So, uh, your loss, Buster. Uh, So, one and a half ounces of uh, Riga whiskey, uh, three quarters ounce of uh, sweet vermouth, uh, half ounce of Benedictine, three or four dashes of Angostura bitters, uh, you put that uh, put that in a glass over ice. You, you strain into a rocks glass without ice, and you garnish with lemon zest, and you have a Pendergast. And with that, uh, that takes us to what are we smoking? And today we are smoking the uh, Patron series, uh, nineteen twenty six, number two on two thousand seventeen's. Uh, top 25 cigar list. Um, this is a this is a strong smoke, but it's kind of sophisticated. Um, you've got a lot of earthy texture. You've got some kind of rich coffee bean, a little sweet accents, a little woodiness, a little fresh kind of black tea finish. Uh, 
really good smoke. Um, I just smoked one the other day. Yeah, Nicaraguan uh, wrapper, uh, binder, and filler. Uh, a little bit pricier for stick than we normally talk about, but uh, treat yourself uh, at just under 18 something like that a stick generally um not a bad smoke at all um so that brings me to uh, today's r.i.p and kind of a mini topic i don't want to spend a lot of time on it but um a lot of people at the panel may not know this guy um you may have heard of uh, chief keef um but uh, rapper out of Chicago, but this we're talking about is uh, kind of his right-hand man. He came up with him, uh, Fredo Santana. Uh, he died at 27 from kidney and liver failure. Um, but the reason that I want to even mention this and, and kind of have just a few minutes of discussion about it is, um, not just the fact that you know he passed and he uh you know he had he, he was making headway in the business he had probably had um almost a dozen mixtapes um just from the past five or six years um that you know were out on the market and he was you know doing quite well on you know on that touring circuit but with the um, medical complications you know, really, from what I could tell, and uh, definitely not uh, saying anything to uh, disparage, you know, the, the those that have passed, but it may have been may have been his own uh, drug usage and prescription drug abuse that you know contributed to. Um, to his passing, you know, and, and it's tragic because, you know, not only did he have a promising career, but he, uh, you know, he left behind uh, just an eight month old son, and, you know, just to be that young and to have, uh, have you know, having passed under the, those kind of circumstances, you know, it just got me to thinking about, you know, and he's not, uh, Unfortunately, not alone in being uh, an incredibly young rapper that has passed recently, um, actually, from what seems to be complications with, you know, with their own relationship with, with drugs or whatever. But, um, you know, it got me to thinking of the broader conversation about, um, you know, kind of drug abuse at that age. You know, like not, uh, you know, I know of, uh, a couple of years ago, there was a lot of serious discussions about Lil Wayne and he was uh, already prone for seizures, but he was drinking a concoction they call lean. And it's a kind of promethazine-based cough syrup and and some kind of other codeine something and they kind of put it in Sprite or something like that and just, and they just sip on it all day. That sounds like some nasty ass cherry slow gin to me. Yeah, but and it kind of is that kind of a thing but it was but it was it was really well, it would be, be very potent. Yeah, but it was really 
really damaging a lot of young guys. And, and it, I guess it just got me to thinking about... Well, it starts off with culture, doesn't it? Well, it really got me to thinking about self-medication. And because a lot of, I think a lot of these guys, you know, they come from a reasonably traumatic past. And, uh, and then, you know, they start self-medicating during those years. But even as they get money, they don't know how to deal with those stresses because those are very different types of stresses. And those stresses can, you know, I mean, we've seen, you know, people jump off of buildings because of, of money problems. And so you go from, you know, like, kind of literally just fearing for your life daily to, you know, having, you know, seemingly anything you want in the world. But now you're everybody you know, uh, you're the one taking care of them, you know, you know, whether it's, you know, family members or, uh, uh, or huge, huge entourages. Yeah. So um, it just got me to thinking about, you know, just kind of mental health in the in 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 a lot of these communities that that give birth to, you know, these these, you know, these uh rap stars and, and whatever and, and, and even uh, you know athletes because you know we saw uh, uh, what was uh, Kardashian's uh, uh, Lamar Odom Chloe, yeah Lamar Odom like, like he had a you know serious <laughs> drug issue and yeah, it seems to be a big issue in the entertainment area yeah like, it's like a big thing in entertainment which, which starts to trickle down into just common everyday life the rest of these kids because they, they get influenced by it. And um, they get influenced by it and um, that becomes a, the norm or the thing to do for high school kids and college kids and you know for a guy to die at 27 because of possibly a uh, you know drug overdoses and that kind of stuff. Not, I mean, not that that's not the first time we've heard it. It's failed. Yeah. I mean, it's not the first time. Well, and that's what I'm saying. He, he, I don't even think it was an overdose. stuff in him that caused his organs to fail. Yeah. When your liver, liver and kidney fails, it means you've been, been some serious toxic shit in your ass. And this this drug thing is on a whole nother level now from 10, 20 years ago. And with the with the opioids, yeah, let, let me let me chime in a little because I'm a former drug addict, you know, and I was living on the streets in New Orleans and really having a hard go and managed to pull myself out of it. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's part, when I say it's part of culture, it is because everybody you're hanging with is doing drugs. Yeah. And you become part of that culture. So when I was pretty low down, I was doing what that culture provided. Once I started making money, then the culture provided cocaine. Because cocaine's God's way of telling you you have too much money. <laughs> okay? You know? That's, you you, you that's do all actually, that's you, that. That's actually really that's profound because you don't hear broke people on know. cocaine. No. You know, like when it was broke people, it was crap. It, right. wasn't, it wasn't coke, though. Because no. yeah, we, did, we <laughs> didn't do cocaine when I was on the street. We didn't do cocaine. You know, we did, we did the shit we could get our hands on. And so, 
you know, eventually I, I was able to walk away from it all and the blessing of God to do it. But I really think that when you're in your 20s, it's very difficult to not hang and be cool with what this dude's doing or that dude doing. You don't really have the ability always to be your own man at that point. Right. And I, and I think that's what sucks a lot of these kids in. For the rap community in general, it's pretty much you you should be doing that. Like, who are you if you're not smoking or drinking or doing lean and all that? You're was it different in the rock and roll world? No, absolutely not. not. You know, no, no it's just different. Back then, you know, we can go rock star after rock star after rock star after rock star that died. Yeah, I mean, it's how it's yeah, it's how. Or it's those all, who conquered it eventually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all different drugs, but it's, you know, to me, kind of the same causings. You know, there's there's, there's a reason you're self-medicating. And some people can get a hold of it. And some people just wind up never being able to. And, and, and I don't want to go any deeper into this story now because they haven't even... Um, I haven't even deemed a real cause of death on him. Future podcast, maybe we can yeah. talk sometime about uh, the new marijuana states. And, yeah, well, I definitely do want to. what marijuana might you know, lead into yeah, for I, some people. And, yeah. and then also the arcaneness of some of the marijuana laws, which they are arcane. But the laws will end up dealing with a whole different thing. That would be a rather interesting subject to tackle someday. Uh, so we want to move uh, forward from uh, the RIP, and we do want to say a true uh, rest in peace to that, that young man, uh, Fredo Santana, and uh, move on to uh, happy birthdays. Um, um, I definitely saw there was a bunch of birthdays today. Most people uh, I didn't know, a few I did know. I wasn't 100% sure if anybody out there in podcast land would know, but a couple people that I thought that... Um, the table, anyway, would be interested in. Uh, one, uh, uh, Guy Fieri uh, turns 50 today. Um, which which and, uh, is a show my wife watches a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about that. Yeah. And, and he's, and he's got a fun show. Yeah, I, I thought it was older than that. but uh, no, He's got a great personality. I thought he was younger than that. Got a badass car, too. He's got a young kid. Hey, it still works at that age, Jackie. <laughs> this is true, and I wasn't disparaging anybody in that age. Just most most people don't have young kids at fifty. Now I will say a little older at that point. <clears throat> I usually say the other the other name that I that I thought would be interesting to the table. Um, Cognitively, I know he's this age, but he just doesn't seem like he should be this age to me. <laughs> and that is DJ Jazzy Jeff uh, <laughs> is, is 53 today. And I just was thinking. Did that blow your mind? I was thinking Jazzy Jeff's 53. I'm thinking, I'm th- literally in my, in my mind, we're maybe three years apart in age. And uh, no, no, he when is. When Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff came out, they came out early MTV. Oh yeah, they yeah, were, they were yeah, like yeah. middle eighties. Yeah, yeah, well, they, yeah, they, like, they, they're not. That, that was that yeah. was fresh rap yeah. coming out. I mean, I don't want to call it rap pioneer or anything, but they had a, a pop rap. Right. As far as pop rap, they were some of the first pop rappers. It just seems like him and Dougie Fresh, they just don't age. 
Like, yeah, it just didn't seem like they aged like that. They, oh, they look the same today as they did, <laughs> you know, 20 years ago. It seems, to me, it seems like they look basically the same. And I'm, but either way it goes, I'm, and maybe that's because, you know, you still, you know, see them on, on Fresh Prince TV show and reruns. And, still touring. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Still touring, all of that. So it, um, either way, uh, you know, I, I want to say, you know, happy birthday to anybody out there that uh, that uh, whose birthday is today. Um, I don't want to get this wrong, but I was uh, kind of looking at some uh, analytics today. And I want to say, uh, uh, well, I want to give a shout out. I don't want to say it wrong. I want to give a shout out to uh, Osaka, Japan. Uh, apparently, in the past week, we got like uh, 80 listens in Osaka, Japan. So, I don't know what's going on in Osaka, but welcome out there in podcast land. And, uh, Domo Aligato. And with that, we'll be right back. Hey, you can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, and if you'd like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash Loft Party Podcast. You can find all of our links below. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, and we are back. Uh, but before we get too deep, we're going to play a quick party game. And uh, the party game question today is, uh, which would you pick? Being world-class attractive, a genuine or uh, a genius, excuse me, or famous for doing something great? And we're going to start with Jackie. What? <laughs> That's why you pay attention while we're doing the show. Uh, so which would you pick, being world-class attractive, a genius, or famous for doing something great? I mean, if I'm a genius, I'm probably going to be famous for doing something great, so... Oh! I'd rather be a genius. Yeah, maybe you already are saying that statement that way. But you could be like that genius in, in, in the, uh, uh, the little guys, little yellow guys that bounce up and down the spickle me. Mm-hmm. He was a genius, but he was evil. Grew? True, but he became good. Okay. Did <laughs> you say still not bothering me? I'm, 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 I'm getting the look podcast land. Uh, and you know, Jackie's really good with the look. Eventually, everybody that is attractive ends up being just like everybody else at some point. So, and a lot of times, I would much rather have face. my brain for a long time than whatever else. Okay. Big day. I'm gonna trump Jackie. I'd rather be a, an attractive genius that does well by people. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go no further than that. No, you, <laughs> you're, you're picking multiple things. I picked one on the base of most geniuses are famous for doing something great. I'd rather be famous for doing something great. You know, okay. I, I, I'm okay. a humanitarian and, and okay. I I, I, I'm all about helping 
people out. Yeah, but you look at people. Bill Gates. I mean, he is a genius. And he is very well known for he, his he did, philanthropy. He, he did a very smart thing because he took time to make his money and everybody criticized him because he wasn't doing anything for a long time. And he took his time and him and Melinda decided where they wanted to put their money and then they put their money seriously towards it. Mm -hmm. Unlike the Clintons. Oh, did I say that? I'm sorry. You gotta make it all political. <laughs> <laughs> Train is never late. <laughs> Adrian, uh, I gotta, I gotta piggyback off Jackie on this one. I, I'd rather be a genius. Beauty fades, and being famous is irrelevant overall. Um, whatever that great thing is, I think I can still be genius and do something great just by being a genius. Go uh, Bill, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, that kind of stuff. So. All right, all right. Definitely a genius. Yeah, I've, people's good thing. Yeah, I've, uh, I've kind of vacillated back and forth on this one today. Um, but I guess because I was vacillating because I wasn't putting those two things together that you would, if you're a genius, you probably get famous for doing something great. Yeah. So in that case, I think I'll probably have to go with that one as well. Because I was leaning toward being famous for doing something great, but I think you're right. If you're a genius, you probably will be famous for doing something great. So I'm pretty smart. Nobody said you weren't. <laughs> but sometimes you're really smart like that. You don't know where Minnesota is. You know, when God makes you that smart, He takes something away from you. Yeah, yeah. They may not have he a ton of this, common sense. And He takes this. You look at a lot of genius people, yeah, and, and they're lacking awesome. something somewhere. Um, you don't always have the highest level of social skills, or your style may. Off. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you may wear, you may wear turtlenecks and uh. I have glasses with tape right here around yeah. the middle, you know. <laughs> but at the end of the There's day, plenty of really smart people that are able to actually be socially, uh, not socially awkward. We talking about genius. Yes. Uh, I'm talking about my wife who has a 162 IQ Don't and doesn't do know where Minnesota is. Next podcast, I will have some names. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. With that, we'll be right back. Hey, out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Love Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers, 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do 